welcome to the Freud's Angels podcast, where two highly intuitive women dig into everyday problems using our connection to the divine, psychology, and energy work. We support you in your self-awareness, growth, and aid you in your shadow work. Now we're your hosts. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Grace. Let's get into the show. Welcome to episode 117 of the Freud's Angels podcast. This is uh, another one that we're recording on on a, a off day, a day that we don't normally record on. So um, who knows what version of us is going to show up today. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm feeling giddy and giggly. I'm sitting here all super sweaty from being at the gym. I haven't showered yet. So um, I'm, I'm actually feeling great. So um yeah we're gonna dig into something fun today yes I mean not that every I mean listen every episode's fun right like your guys you guys listening right now are saying well obviously it's gonna be fun (laughs) yeah but this is gonna be this is gonna be like a an exciting fun cute like just you know just we we don't have to dig and hurt this is gonna be fun (laughs) there's no (laughs) There's no bearing of our souls in this one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no falling on our swords and admitting our faux pas in this one. So this one's a little bit lighter for us so that we can breathe. Because, you know, it's funny because the last episode, I after we recorded it, I said, I asked the universe, I said, we need a light one. We've been pretty yeah. heavy on since the new year. We've been kind of unpacking a lot of bigger things and a lot of things that are heavy. I'm like, give me an idea for some fun ones, like fun ones by like, you know, dabbling in some of the things you may want to know. And today, well, the, the idea that brought, got brought up to me was the idea of auras. It's something that I think so many people are curious about. Not a lot of people talk about it. Every, I, I swear to God, most people who are into the spiritual thing have gotten an aura photo somewhere or something. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I have like four of three of three or four of them. And, you know, and so let's just talk about what they are, what affects, you know, what, how, and even if you want to talk about how to read them, like, you know, what does that entail? What does that, you know, do? And maybe we'll touch on some of the colors and what they mean. If you can see, or you have aura photos done. Um, I think there's so many interpretations of them. So just please take everything you hear and see with that grain of salt, whatever kind of hits you as, as like, yeah, that feels right to you. Take it, leave the rest. Know that we're, we're students in this ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've, you know, I've practiced for many years, um, about it, but just know that it's not the end all. There's so much more information out there. So please don't think that we're bringing you everything. There's more. So go seek it. But let's start. Yeah. Like, I love that. I love that. And I think that that's a big reminder for everything. It came up today in in a client session of just, you know, like, we're all the the idea that we're all students, we were talking about the brain and neuroplasticity and things like that. But it was it was along the lines of like, it's always learning. Like scientists are always learning more because the brain, we're never going to know everything about the brain. We're never going to know everything about the spirit. We're never going to know every, you know, like, cause it's ever changing and everybody's different. And, you know, like, it's just, that's the beauty of it though, is that, that flow of everything. So when we talk about these kind of things and we talk about snapshots in time, 
right? Like it's, which is usually what we're talking about with energy and energy work and stuff like that. It's like, you're, you do yourself such a, a service to let go of the idea that it's the be all end all, because it's like exciting to know that it isn't, <laughs> you know, that it's just kind of like, cool, this is a snapshot here. But at any other time, I could see a different snapshot and that could be exciting. Yeah, absolutely. hundred um, percent. And, you know, and the one thing let's, let's kind of, let's talk about it. So auras, what, do, what do we, when you hear the word aura, you know, what do you think? You think about a picture of the body with these colors around it, surrounding it. That's a pretty good indication of what it is. It's a pretty good indication of what it would look like. Should we have an electromagnetic frequency monitor on you. Yes. Um, and that's what an aura is. It's your electric magnetic frequency. That's why, haha, let's let's link some things. I, I love linking and creating parallels with other stuff. So you want to talk about your vibration. We talk about vibrations a lot. We talk about um, manifestations a lot. We talk about our magnetic attraction factor. We also talk about you know, the tools we use to raise our vibration and things like that. Why is that important? So when we, ha- when we're at the optimal, like we're, we're vibing, we know we're, we're on it, we're manifesting, we're in the energy, we're in flow. It's when our aura, our electromagnetic frequency is in alignment with kind of what we're bringing into the world or what we want. And that's, and that's how when people talk about your magnetic frequency, if you're low, your aura is low. So it it kind of aligns with other low auras. Mm-hmm. So that's why, like, say you're you're super low and you feel like, oh, you know, I'm depressed today and I'm not feeling that great. And that's okay. That's there's nothing wrong with a low aura. Sometimes we can't help it. We're exhausted, we're tired, we're not feeling well, we're sick, whatever mm-hmm. it is. That's why when we are in those stages, we seek the things of higher vibration. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, like we seek, um, you know, healings or we seek therapy or we seek something that makes us feel better. Mm-hmm. That's of the higher vibration of what we're at because mm-hmm. it helps us raise our vibration, which means it helps our aura lift. Like it lifts the aura. It's not dull. It's not weak. It's more shiny. It's more vibrant. It feels good. It doesn't feel like it's like dragging you down. You feel like you're up, you're uplifted. Yeah. So when you're talking electric magnetic frequencies, everything has an electric magnetic frequency. Everything that has some sort of electricity moving through it has one. Hmm. Because you talk about EMFs all the time. We talk about, tor- you know, we talk about wearing tourmaline and, and stuff to protect against those things. Well, it's not against other things. It's against people. It's against their energy. And that's that's what we mean. This is what we mean. It's the aura. So, but let's let's kind of rewind. You know, I'm sure, Vanessa, you can relate to this. You ever walk into a room and like, you just, you get that sense, that feeling that something is super off Mm -hmm. and you're like, I don't like this. This is not comfortable and you're okay. But you get that sense of like your spidey sense starts going off. Mm -hmm. That's because you've entered a space where someone's electromagnetic frequency is of a lower vibration than yours is. Mm -hmm. 
it's that vibe. It's like, you know, that's why everybody says, you know, I get a good vibe from that person or that person seems super sketch. I don't like mm-hmm. the vibe that that person's given off. It's yeah. what you're reading. Mm-hmm. You actually read more auras by sensing and feeling than sometimes you do by sight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes sense, right? Yeah. Um. So this is why we trust. We trust our intuition. We trust our spidey sense. This is so important that when you get a feeling that something is off, something is off. There's something that's not of a higher vibration and you're in the periphery of where you are. Mm -hmm. Take action, whatever it is you decide to do. Stay, enjoy yourself, protect yourself, whatever. But these are ways that we can use others' auras to get a sense of the situation. It's how it connects to our intuition. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the colors because I know everybody's like, but I had a photo and it was all blue or all red or all green or what does that mean? Am I good or am I bad? <laughs> what does this mean? And how do they do that? Is it witchcraft? You know? <laughs> well, yes, but no. Um, <laughs> In a sense. <laughs> yeah. Just widen your uh <laughs> widen your viewpoint on what that means and absolutely it fits within there. <laughs> so when you go get an aura photo done, there's two types. So there's one is where, excuse me, you put your hands on these plates that have these finger hand shapes and you're putting it on there. And what is on there is a way to dial in your electric magnetic frequency. Then what gets sent to the camera and what the camera takes, those plates light up your frequencies the way that they light up. And in response to what's going through the hand thing, it comes out onto your photo. Mm-hmm. That's what an order photo is. There are also special cameras that can take, they're almost like, they're like little webcams. They also will take that without needing those plates. So cool. there's a couple different, there's a newer versions. These old, those old ones with the things, it's harder and harder to get, the film for it anymore because everybody excuse me with digital and everybody's using those little handheld cameras that they're using now like they look at the webcams I've, I've gotten both um though it I actually really- makes sense when you think about it right like because everything has you know when we talk about light having frequency right like when we can see like um different colors depending you know like I have a kaleidoscope thing on my on the window right in front of me and when the sun comes in, you can see like the different colors on the door behind me. And it's like, you know, because of the the frequency of the light and the, because of the frequency of whatever it's bouncing off of. And, you know, like that's with the rainbows and everything like that. When you think of it that way, it's like, well, you have a, the possibility of that being around your body too, right? Like, so that the, it would make sense that there are cameras that can capture the light frequency of a color that matches that frequency that you're in. It makes sense. I mean, I don't know if it makes sense the way I just said it, but it made sense in my head (laughs) the way I was feeling it. (laughs) Yeah. So there's, you know, with, when it comes to auras, I, I caution that, you know, (laughs) that you don't identify with just one photo because your aura changes every moment, like sure. it, mm-hmm. within minutes, you can be amazing and connected 
and then you can go and have a drink and you can talk to somebody and have an argument. You can walk into somebody's aura and then that changes your aura that affects it. That's why, you know, what healers and, and any type of like intuitive people, it's best to wear, you know, protective, you know, gems like obsidian and tourmaline and things like that, because, um, it helps. It's like a barrier. It's like a protection around your energy field to not allow theirs to affect yours or, you know, and sometimes we need to turn off our, our empathic ways and it's hard. So, you know, cause you go into the, the reason why crowds can be overwhelming is because there's a lot of energy and it's not that anything's bad or wrong. It's just that it's too much being filtered through you. And that's what's overwhelming about it. So the more that we can protect ourselves, which is why we wear all those stones all over us or in our bras, that it helps us not have to filter all of that. Yeah. I mean, it's like the science that we learn, right? Like when we talk about like electrons and neutrons and all of these kind of things and like how they like come together or separate, you know, like what, I mean, I can't even believe I'm talking about this right now because I te- definitely a thousand percent believed that when I learned it, I was never going to use, <laughs> but you know, just like when you really conceptualize the fact that, that so many of those things are not visible to our eye. Right. And we do understand that because we use the microscope and all that kind of stuff. Like we get that that's what's happening, you know, is that, that just because our bodies that we can touch that, that those molecules are super tight next to each other and, and have created a form that we can actually touch that, that our energy bodies don't still have those electrons and neutrons and all of those things floating around on the outside of it. So it would make sense that somebody else's could smash into it and change it just like any other science experiment, you know, and that's like, that's, a major thing to understand about, you know, protecting your own aura because of how easy it is for that to happen, like scientifically. Right. Right. Exactly. And I love that, that you bring that to the table because I don't know that people have an understanding. They think it's, again, they think it's, there's no basis. There's no facts in science. There is, and it's, there is a basis of it. And it's just, we, because it's never been taught to us or that it's not mainstream science that people think that there is no basis in that. So I love that you bring that up. So the concept of auras is that we have what's called seven layers of our aura. We have our celestial, our casual body, which is pretty far out there. We have our celestial body which is, you know, it comes in closer and closer. Um, you have your etheric template, your astral body. Like if you could do any astral traveling, that's who goes. Um, your mental body, your emotional body, and your etheric body. So there's like these different layers of it. And if you think about it, just just open your mind a little bit. Talking about chakras. Mm-hmm. That's another one we haven't done. <laughs> Okay. Writing it down. (laughs) Yes. Um, And if you think about your chakras, you have your root, which is red. That's about our foundation. That's about our, our family. That's about our presence, our roots within our earth, our place, wherever we're at. You have the sacral, which is about our emotions, our animalistic desires, our, you know, our need to create, procreate, whatever. 
you get up into the um, solar plexus, which is the yellow. That's our will, our I am statements, our, our drive, our, you know, who we are. And then we have the heart chakra, of course, which is green or pink, depending on, you know, it's both. It's, but it's generally green. Um, you have your throat chakra, which is your, um, your communication, you know, how you present your ideas to the world. It's creation. You have your third eye, of course, and you have your crown. Now, all of this is, you know, it's kind of like the seven astral bodies. It's like the seven layers of your aura. Mm -hmm. And it, it, there's no coincidence, the seven, seven, seven everywhere. So understand is that it all comes together in some way. Like Mm -hmm. you can connect to it in a different way than others. I personally, okay, so let's talk about personal stories. I feel people's auras before I see them. I've only seen a couple. Now I don't practice and that's why I don't see many because I have enough visual disturbances. (laughs) Oh, I don't enough to filter. (laughs) I don't need anything else. But for me, it's like when someone is like agitated or their feel their energy feels kind of sparky. Like I, I get a sense that, oh, okay. You know, this person, like I see that you see the aura around the body. I almost feel like there's like hot spots or there's parts of it that are leaking energy or parts of it that are not whole. Um, so often I will bring in like different colors that I'm called to or different energy that I'm called to or different angels to help clear and like, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Repair any leaks or any things. Like when we do, when I do my sessions, we go into the energy fields, which is basically your auric body. We're Mm. in the energy fields of it only into the first four layers. Well, and beyond, but we only talk about the first four. And when we're in those layers, we're cleaning up, we're patching up, we're repairing energy leaks, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, there's so much to these that I could. I don't know that we could fit it all in one and space. Was, it's funny. It was like, let's do one on ours. It might be a short one. I was like, oh no, there's so many things. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not so Whoops. short. Right. Well, you forget, you know what I mean? Like you kind of just, you know, you're like, yeah, well, it's just this. And then it's like, oh, well, you know, it is not just this. None of this is just this. There's always stuff that you forget you learned along the way <laughs> well and if you thought you think about it they call they talk it the astral bridge which is the pink and the rosy layer of it that's mm-hmm. the heart that's where your heart is it's it's mm-hmm. it's the bridge between heaven and earth there's no there's heart chakra energy there mm-hmm. no question that's kind of what it is um and i, I just love that I, I, you know, it's, it's hard. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> let's, let's talk about some colors. Okay. There's many different colors and many different interpretations. You can take these for what they are. Just trust, take what feels right and leave the rest. Really. I'm encouraging you to go seek your information and don't trust when somebody just tells you what it is. Go seek more. Yeah. Like when somebody tells me that, you know, when I have, there's a, like this one, the last 
last, oh, I guess I've had more than one or if, more than three. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've had a couple more. Um, there was one that they showed the picture where there, there was this black void, like right around my heart chakra. But then there was this green energy that came in. And I'm like, and, and, and they were like, oh, well, you must be very close hearted. And I'm like, actually not. <laughs> I wear my heart on my sleeve usually. Like, I'm very much like in that energy. But what it was showing, what I feel it was showing, was my reluctance to allow that into my heart space. Yeah. It was protective. It wasn't that I wasn't living from my heart. It was that I was protective of my heart yeah. because I do live from it. But I'm very protective of it because of past woundings, oh, yeah. everything that has happened in my life. So at that moment, it showed me, okay, so there's some more to work on. But don't just take what people say as the truth. Go research it. Find your truth. Because mm -hmm. I'm telling you, there, there are some great people out there and there are some not so great people out there. Yeah. Well, and then there's interpretation part of it too. Like, and I, and I, and I feel like it's almost like, I feel like jumping to the defense of some of the good ones that are wrong. Right. Like, and just kind of remembering mm -hmm. that, like what you just said, like you took that and said, no, but then you thought about it, you know, and you were kind of like your interpretation isn't the be all end all, right? Like you were here to give me information and, and like most of the interpretation, no matter what you get, whether it's a reading or, you know, whatever is ours, right? Because nobody can experience life as any, as us, it's just us, right? So it's kind of like, especially if we're triggered, right? Like to bring in the psychology, <laughs> if a healer tells me something and I'm like, wrong i'm like well <laughs> let's figure out why we're so triggered yeah. to feel to jump to that because there's something there that they couldn't possibly understand because they're not me they're just giving me information i'm supposed to take that and run with it i'm supposed to sit with it and you know gain glean, glean the knowledge from it their their job is giving the information however it comes across to them and then it is up to me to further that right like which is difficult that's I mean a lot of people come to me after readings and they're like I don't know what the hell happened but I'm freaked out <laughs> you know, like I need your help because I'm all freaked out and like I get that but it, it, it felt like you know what you just said was really important to highlight to be like just because I didn't quite agree didn't mean that I dismissed right I kept thinking of like I, I I allowed myself to further that for me because it is for me 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah so let's talk about colors let's talk about colors colors are they you know they all have their own separate meaning but if you think about connecting the seven astral bodies to the colors that are around if you think like red it can be foundational Everything, okay, let me back up two steps. Every color has a as a spectrum, okay? Mm -hmm. Every color has its ultimate good, it's in the middle, and then it's ultimate, like, kind of, I would say, lower vibration. Mm -hmm. There's, And if you know where you were at in those moments, you would probably know what that color meant. Yeah. So for example, um, it's 
the red has a lower vibration anyways. However, it, in its highest state, it's like your passions, your connectivity. It's, um, oh, like expressing yourself with your physical body, very present. Maybe you're very physically oriented. You're an athlete or you work with your body a lot. You'll see some red in your aura. Now, the lower vibrations of that can be the idea of, like, I think of red, I think of anger. Mm-hmm. I think of, like, fieriness, like, quick yeah. to, quick to like, judge or quick to, like, defend or be angry, like, quick to spark, so to speak. Um, again, this is what I felt and I've learned over the years. Make your own interpretations. Mm-hmm. Um, if we get to, like, the aura... Um, Aura can be robust. It's vitality. It's happiness. It's, you, know, you think Tigger. Tigger is always happy. He's like, you know, yeah. bouncing around. Um, you know, you, you, it's also meant to be thoughtful and considerate of people um, and, a, and a real big people person. Um, it can also, I think, stem into, if you think the chakras, it's your anim- animalistic instinct. It's community. It's like what when you think of animalistic procreation, you're thinking community, your togetherness, creating relationships, like that kind of energy. I think on the on the lower vibrational side of its spectrum, I think and it's also about it's it's like it can be um tr- like I feel orange can be a sign of a trauma being stored somewhere in the auric field. Like it's not quite red because it's not a hot button, yeah. but it's a little bit close to that. There's a little bit of issues here. So, you know, how do you tell like which caution? Yes. Like uh, a cone, a caution yes. cone. Yes. I'm okay. like on a journey with you right now, by the way. Like I'm like Tigger. Like I, I like, I'm, I'm going to put Tigger with the orange because I like, it totally makes sense for me. <laughs> orange cone on the other side, caution, warning. <laughs> No, you know, and you're like, okay, and I know I hear you, I hear you ask, well, how can we tell if it's a higher or low vibrational energy? Well, how did you feel when you were taking the picture? 100%. Yeah. Were you upset about something? Was something, has something been upsetting you lately? Has really nagging at you? Really, you have something that you're not, you don't have a solution to? Did somebody piss you off 10 minutes before? Did, um, is there something, is there something you're holding in your heart that you're not expressing? Like, think about how you were the minute you took the picture, then you can determine what the colors mean on the spectrums that they have. Mm -hmm. Like they're going to tell you, um, and, and also how bright it is. Like sometimes my, my orange is really dull and really low because I don't have good vitality. Mm-hmm. And that there's some trauma around relationships and being with other people and like, and re- especially intimate relationships, there's hell a lot of trauma there, trust me. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> like, it'll show up as kind of a murky orange. It won't be a vibrant, bright orange. It'll show murkiness mm-hmm. within it. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, okay. I get it. I get it. I need to, let's, let's work on that. Let's shift that. Like it's, it's again, these are tools, tools to help you on your journey. If I see my orange is dull, then I'm like, oh, I need to deal with some relationship mm-hmm. trauma. I need to work on that. 
because mm-hmm. I want to, not because it told me to, but because right. it gave me an indication that it's probably where a little bit of my melancholy and isolation has been coming into because I'm afraid to make relationships or make new friendships or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's giving me indications of why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I can handle that. I can work on that. It's mm-hmm. just a tool. It's not like any other assessment, right? Like you can come to me and I can say some things. And if you're like not into it, you're not into it, but it's not meant to be like, well, you know, this is, this is, this is who you are forever. This is the end of the line. (laughs) Just (laughs) accept it and live out the rest of your days this way. (laughs) And it's just, and it's because it changes so quickly. I think again, thinking about science, I mean, it's so, I, I just, I need to go back and find one of my science teachers and be like, I just want you to understand your impact on me. I'm 44 and it finally came through. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, Mr. I just Thorfeller. Yeah, yeah, right? Like, Mr. Thorfeller, rap gamer, man, eighth grade. He was like one of the coolest teachers ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, just thinking about how quickly you put water and oil and you, you know, like how quickly things are changed that we can see with our eyes. It's literally the same thing, right? Like it, it, it does happen that quickly. You can have a memory and it'll shift your whole everything, which is part of your vibration, right? So I could be walking down the street, pissed off, like, you know what? The world is absolute trash and I'm done with it. I'd like, get me off the planet. And I can see something on the ground, like a feather, and it means something to me. And then my aura can change because I've chemically changed, you know, in that moment, everything can change because there was a new vibration that was, that was introduced. I mean, it really, <laughs> science, y'all, it's real. <laughs> yeah. So remember, so and um, this is just to, to confirm your fact, like, and how this works is the the before I flew to Sedona this last time in January, I was stressed out. I was kind of upset. I was kind of like all over the place. I got out of my car to get my mail. I turned around and in the sky was the most vibrant, beautiful rainbow I have ever seen. And I've, I've not seen one in the Pacific Northwest, which were known for them. I had not seen one yet. But in that moment, in that moment, I went from being stressed out, upset to like nearly in tears with gratitude because, because something, because it was like the universe saying, it's going to be all right. It's going to be okay. You're okay. You're doing what you need to do. It was like the colors. Rainbow. That means all the things. (laughs) Yes. Colors. Like it soothed every part of me because of what it was. And not only that, I guarantee had I had a photo done before that event and after that event, I'd have been completely changed because of my mood, my emotional place, where I was focusing my energy and the fact that it's a fucking rainbow. (laughs) I mean, seriously, you hate rainbows. You need to book an appointment with me because we got some things to talk about. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) About why you will not let joy in your life. (laughs) Right. So it was just like, I, I just, it was so amazing, but that's how quick that things can change. It really is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's move on. 
Let's okay. go to the yellow, which of course, our solar plexus, this is our power center. And it means like, you know, the boss is checked in, like she's here. Babe boss, whatever boss you are, what it's like you it's it's the power and how you control and run your life if you're a strong leader you'll have a little bit of yellow aura in it if you're you know it's like it's also like your creativity you know it's also friendly you know yellow what do you think of yellow you think of like daisies and and dandelions and like sunshine and happiness and joy and that's also part of what it can represent. Yeah. But I also feel it can represent like the opposite end of the spectrum of like, like lower vibrational energy of like not feeling like you have power, feeling like you're at the mercy, giving away your power to others. Like if there's an energy leak, well, oftentimes it'll show up as dull or very faint. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you just, you know, it's, it's like somebody in one of my classes had saw my aura was very, 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 very like dull, pale, yellow, like grungy. And she's just like, she's like, and she just said, she's like, I'm, I'm, you know, she was like, I'm sending you fountains of bright yellow joy. And it was like shocking at first, but it was just like, okay, I'm feeling your energy now. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. Cause it's just, that's that I was in the lowest vibration of yellow. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about green heart chakra. Woo! Um, you know, you're, if you've got a lot of green, you're a healer at heart, you're a person who's, it's just, it's how you work. You're here. You in some way, whether you're an energy worker, whether you heal in another profession or whatever, you probably have a nurturing sense about you and you care about others and you, you kind of maybe are the, can be the caretakers of others or like you want to make people happy or okay. You want to heal them. Um, you know, it's that unconditional love and that sense of being connected to the truest form. You know, people say in your crown chakra, you're connected to spirit. I said, yeah, from a channeling sort of perspective, but I really feel that true spirit lives in the heart. It lives in your heart space that exists be actually behind your actual heart. And that there is a space for you to access your higher self, your spirit guides, your angels, your whatever. So when you're into green, you're into this, I think of like an emerald green rainforest of just trees dripping moss and like, you know, this space of just wonderment and magical beings. (laughs) That's how I see green. To me, that makes sense, though, what you just said about the heart, because that's the connector to us as we are here, you know, that that, that the crown is the can, can be the source, but it's not the gateway to us, yeah. right? Like, that's the gateway to us is our heart and we know it. <laughs> so it, that to me, that makes a ton of sense. Which is exactly why, you know, in the Healing Angel Protocol, we start there. Yeah. That's where we start. And we connect. And if doing sessions with someone else, that's where we connect. Mm-hmm. It's in that heart, in that love that comes from that heart. And that's how we connect to to facilitate some of the most amazing healings that I've seen happen or been a part of. So it's, yeah, it, it's a really great energy to have around you. 
Um, but just know that when it goes to the lower vibration of that color, a lot of it's about, are you a people pleaser? Mm. Are you, have you had trauma with your heart? Have people failed you? Have, you know, have you been hurt by people that you thought loved you? Um, there can be low vibrational energy there. Uh, just, you know, maybe you're a caregiver and you're very fatigued. Maybe there's some things that, you know, you need to shift in taking care of yourself. So that's, that's green. Um, oh, blue, <laughs> supportive, um, kind, loving, soothing. Like I think of blue as very soothing, very like, oh, just like, I often the had ocean. a friend. Huh? The ocean water. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, yeah, absolutely. Um, blues can be more, you're, you're more connected to the spiritual realm. Um, you're more of a, like a channeler or you talk to angels or maybe you have guides. Uh, maybe you're a medium. A lot of mediums have a lot of blue in their aura. Um, and it's also about being able to communicate effectively, honestly, and openly, which is, of course, you think about it, your your throat chakra, that's where you're you're speaking to the world, you're putting your energy into the world. Um there's there's artist, artistic sense, creation here. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you could be you're an artist or maybe you're vote you're a singer or whatever. Um But you're most usually in this energy when you're doing something you truly love to do. When you're in that space of just being and doing what it is you're here to do and you know it and you're in flow of it. So sometimes blue will show up. Hmm. And in the lower vibrational blues is sometimes when I, I, I consider it like writer's block. Hmm. When you're not connecting to your mojo or you feel disconnected from it. You might find some muddier blues. Um, and it's most of the time you don't get all the colors. You'll get some, you'll get three. My top three are pink, blue, and purple, and a little bit of green. Mm -hmm. That's that's generally all I ever see. But <laughs> in different places and in different ways. Yeah. Um, but when I do a full body scan, it's a lot different. There's other there's other information that happens. Um, so let's talk about purple. Purple, my so favorite color. It's my second favorite, but so <laughs> I think of purple as royal. It's a royal color. It mm -hmm. feels very, um, I don't know, just high end. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you know, a lot of times if you have a lot of purple around you, that means you have a lot of loved ones around you. It's mm -hmm. the highest vibrational color. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, you purple, I feel is like you're open-minded, you're moving forward, you're, you're progressive. You're like, yeah, let, let's, let's talk about what auras mean. And like, and, and like, how does that factor into everyday life? And it's like a psychologist taking on the idea of spiritual intuition as a, uh, as a way to help further her client's healings, you know, that's purple. That's, that's being <laughs> progressive and yeah. being in that. 
you know, there's a, there's that kind of thinking outside the box, sixth sense type of energy when it comes to purple, it's being connected to the spirit realms in a big way, uh, you know, and, and trusting that, uh, lower vibrational purple, just being, feeling disconnected, um, feeling, not hearing your spirit guides, feeling like you're not sure if you have connection. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so it's funny. My last, I'll have to dig out these and put pictures <laughs> on our page when this episode comes out. I love that. So the last color that we're going to talk about, well, no. Yeah, white. Let's talk about white. Okay. So when we do the healing angel protocol, well, I've done it before that, but when we do that, we kind of channel angels and their energies and their frequencies, and we bring them to earth side and we help, we bring them here to help heal others. Right. So, so I went into a store one day and I just got a calling to go in, like, go get it, go get an aura photo down there. Go see what, and I'm like, oh, do you have aura photos? She's like, yeah, you want one? And I'm like, sure. And I was sitting there and I was like, oh, we're going to get the same one I always get. Blue, yeah. green, purple. <laughs> right, like, whatever. am I bothering? Oh, all right, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, Archangel Metatron and Michael show up. They're like, hey. And when that happens, I automatically open my senses. I open everything to hear what they're saying to me. Mm-hmm. Well, wouldn't you know it? The minute that that happened, she took the aura photo. Love it. And above my head, and she is, she said this, she was like, I've only ever seen this once before. And that was with my granddaughter and she channels Jesus. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, she above my head was this white band. Like it was so obvious. This white band that went over and circled around my head. Like, like it went from my shoulder to shoulder. It was like, yeah. it, was, it was all over. And <laughs> let me read technically from this. And I have a thing of information here. Let me read what it says without interpretation from me. Um, so you get the exact wording. White is a super duper <laughs> rare as the pure white aura is marked of a highly evolved person who is angel or prophet like Jesus, Gandhi, Mother Teresa. There are your white aura people. Although it's unlikely that you or anyone that you know has an aura that's entirely white, you may have some white undertones, especially if you're focusing help on society evolve as a whole. I also feel my interpretation is, is that if you're a channeler and you're connected to the highest of high vibrations, ascended masters, Jesus, angels, spirit of a super high vibration, that you will get this, this channel of aura above you. Like it will wrap around your head. Like, I really feel that when you're act, this is somebody who's actively channeling. So I am actively bringing that frequency of those angels to the 3D. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens when you do it. So if you're a channeler, I encourage you, go get a freaking aura photo done and step into your space when you chant. When you're there, 
start channeling, like start bringing in the energy to see what it looks like. Cause it's fucking amazing. <laughs> We're seeing it happen. And, and, you know, I'm telling you what, because I think some people are like, I need proof. And I'm like, yeah, here's my proof. Like, right. like I couldn't deny what I do after that photo. Like it was right. black, not black and white, but it was here. Right, but it's white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Like that. And that just makes sense. Right. Like we, I mean, and and again, like to kind of bring it into like the way that it's because sometimes it's hard. Like sometimes people are trying to stretch into this and they're, and it's like, they can't stretch that far, but it's like, we've been talking about like the frequency of like ghosts and like we watch paranormal activity things and we watch them with their, I don't know, fancy equipment that I don't know the names of and everything like that, where they're checking frequencies and they're doing that kind of stuff like it's the same thing so if you can believe that when you're watching one of these things and 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 they see uh, something right like a something or if you if you believe in like orbs that you're seeing and things like that why would you not be able to believe that during a channeling session of anybody you know of anybody who's doing that that you wouldn't be able to see it with that special equipment of course you would that's what the equipment is for. <laughs> right? Like super, super simple. But I think, you know, I think sometimes it's hard for people to stretch into it because it's, it's scary. It's an unknown. It feels like there's something we don't really like things that are not tangible sometimes because not wrapping our heads around things can be scary for people. Sure. But, you know, it's kind of like putting like, kind of like, trying to normalize it you know so that you're feeling like yeah that's a amazing thing just like all of this other stuff that we see that we're using as entertainment it's it's really just the same thing in a different form is all and and with a different reason you know um so I love that I mean I love that story because I think that you know it's it's like Oh, I don't want to say once in a lifetime and be super dramatic, but it feels like it's, you know, it has to be like everything has to align in a very specific way in order for that to happen. And there are no such thing as coincidences. So that was absolutely intentional, um, you know, for you to be able to see that, for you to be able to embrace that and, and allow that to be, you know, the 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 real deal moment of like yeah because I felt that moment I felt exactly what was happening when that picture was taken so wow and, and just and own it you know it's yeah so much of what we do those of us who do it sometimes we feel a little crazy we feel like we're drinking some coolie we shouldn't have drank yeah. and we <laughs> we do because I think sometimes I, we don't realize that this is the natural as children. This is there's reasons why children see things that we don't see. Yeah. They were born. You're born onto this earth, being able to do things, mm. and then it's shut down, or it's not cultivated, or it's whatever by whomever and whatever, and they feel it's not normal, so they begin to lose. Or, and 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 all most of us that at a later age that are learning to do it, it's because we're just starting to practice it more we're starting yeah. to use what we've been given and most of us have it most of us are born with it and because of that it's like we have this sense that oh is it really true am i just making this up like we we kind of begin to doubt that and 
when you have evidence, especially physical evidence that this is what you do and you are doing what you say you're doing, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay. I, it's like, I you lose the need to have to prove it to people because you're like, look, if you don't believe it, then, then you're not going to believe anybody. It's not me that you're questioning. It's the idea of it. Yeah. So if you if you do do this type of work, just trust, know, and just know that you didn't drink the wrong thing. You, yeah. You're finally doing the right thing that your soul wants you to do. You're, yeah. you're, you're beginning to allow your soul to drive. This is what we're here for. This is what we do. And I think that that's the biggest takeaway in anything we talk about on this podcast is that when you're in soul alignment with what you're here to do, it almost feels like this homecoming that you're like, oh my gosh, like I want to feel this way. Every single time I do a reading, every single time I do a healing, especially healings, I get a very big sense of like, I'm home. I'm doing what I'm here to do. Mm-hmm. I wish I could do it more. Yeah. I, you know, I want more clientele. I want to do this more and more and more, not only to help and serve the world, but because this is what I was here and sent to here to do. Yeah. And so many of us are, but we never take the risk. We never take the leap. I mean, look at, look at the spirit had to, freaking hit me upside the head with an autoimmune disease in order for me to go down the path right like really right. yeah well the universe is yelling back at you like really yeah. <laughs> like yeah. wouldn't have had to do it if you were listening before <laughs> but just saying like if we're gonna have a fight about it <laughs> I right? love you that's how I feel like whenever I get the frying pan in the face I'm like what the what like what's the matter with you and they're like What's the matter with you? <laughs> like, this is not the first sign, Vanessa. <laughs> this is the one that hurts. And that sometimes you need to be hurt to be paying attention. Yeah. And, you know, like that, that it, it is the truth, you know, about all of this kind of stuff is that it is a homecoming. You know, I, I, I feel that like, you know, in my, in my heart and my soul, that's why I know that, that, that I keep, I've had to keep coming back to doing this work and, and learning these things, you know, I keep having clients come to me. And the more that I'm doing this research, and the more that I'm opening up to possibilities of what exists in healing modalities, the the more I'm helping my clients, and the and the more fun it is for me, you know, like, I, when I sit down with a client, and I'm able to bust something out that like, I recently learned, I'm like, this is the thrill of a lifetime. You know, like I'm just like, let's be excited about this together, you know, or even if it isn't something I just learned, like, for the 50th time, well, you know, bringing somebody to the to an epiphany about, you know, their relationships or their, you know, their inner guidance system I'm lit up because I'm like hell yes like this feels good and you know what y'all to bring it right back to what we're talking about this aura thing it affects my aura it raises my vibration to be raising a vibration with somebody and it's like I feel it physically I feel it all over I get goosebumps multiple times during sessions because I we feel each other as we're like in this ascension place of understanding it's hard to describe though you know like when you say it we say it we say it until you feel it 
you're like, okay, I kind of get the concept. But when you get that feeling, you're like, I get it. (laughs) I understand. And here I am feeling it in my energy body, feeling it in my physical body, feeling it in my emotional body, feeling it mentally like, yes, let's do this. 100%. Love it. So I know you guys, you guys will see this in the thing, but I just, I wanted to find that's the. Oh, I love it. Yeah. It's like, oh, a that green. yeah, y'all can't see it, but I can see it. It's like, I mean, it's like the gates of heaven over your head. <laughs> Much. <laughs> yeah. This was, oh, this was from here. This was, this was like one of the first ones. I don't remember when I had this done. Like, oh, there's two. This was the first one I ever had done. Oh wow, yeah. That's a lot of white, and this yeah. is the, this is what I had. See, other oh, blues, purples, pinks, blues, purples, pinks. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and then I, of course, I have multiple ones. I've done full body ones, and yeah. So, um, it's fun. Like it's fun, but it is also you know, like I think. Um, you know, it's like anything, all of the stuff, all of the stuff that we present on this podcast is about like awareness of self. And like, some of it is fun, you know, like some of it is like, you know, kind of, I don't want to say like frivolous, but you know, not like life or death. You know what I mean? Like, we're not talking about like, you know, we're in a bad place and we need to get out of it all the time. Some of it is for fun, but it is all informative. And the more we know about ourselves, like the easier life is, I mean, truly being able to show up authentically because you know yourself is like a whole other world, you know, like you're just, it's like you're, you're understanding that you're in the same world, but you don't feel like you're in the same world because you're just like, I don't know, man, I feel very different about everything. And these, these things that we present, like these, or, you know, like things about your aura that you could learn so much about yourself if, if it, if it, aligns with you to think about your magnetic body, you know, like your, your electromagnetic field and thinking about how you influence others. That can be something that, that, that you learn about yourself, right? Like when you know what colors you're, you're normally walking around with it just is so it's, it's a level of awareness that can be fun, but also helps us stay in touch with ourselves. It helps us, you know, be able to embrace all parts of us that, we wouldn't normally be able to because uh, our society is uh, shit at teaching us this stuff. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> well, and it's just you know they they don't teach you how to um... oh, embrace the entirety of life, yeah. embrace all that life has to offer. It's only this this very narrow view of where they're living, what their parents look at like Mm -hmm. i mean guys i never my parents never they was into this yeah i mean you know i've been doing this for a while but it's uh yeah so go explore your aura go find go look for a place that does aura photos um if you're in the pueblo colorado area go see ayla at temple beautiful she does good aura photos she does the old version which is great. Um, and uh, go visit her. 
Um, if you're in Sedona, the one that I went to was the crystal shop in the village. I don't know if it's still there. I didn't go through the village when I um, was there, but um, yeah, just go seek. It's, it's so, it's so, first of all, it's a lot of fun to do with your girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know what a great way to see the changes? Say you're going for a reading or a healing, do one before and do one after yeah, and see how that changes you. Yeah. that's such a good Trust idea. me. It's a good test because we did that when we were teaching the healing angel protocol live in, in class mm-hmm. at the beginning of the whole week, we took some people took aura photos and then at the end of the week they took aura photos again to see how much they had shifted mm-hmm. so yeah. it was just interesting and yeah. um yeah cool be be curious like vanessa says just just go be curious and try it curiosity we'll did not kill the cat yes <laughs> i hate that saying so much <laughs> i know it's not nice <laughs> no, it's not nice. And it it really makes people feel like it's unsafe to be curious. And my God, it's unsafe not to be curious. Curiosity may have killed the cat, but satisfaction brought him back. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we hope you've had the fun like we've had in exploring uh, this topic. I, you know, if if you're like, how do I read auras? Go look. There's some there's some good um, information out there as far as how to read them. Um, just go take a look and remember, don't give up. Just just keep doing what you're doing and you know try. Just try to read yours and then if you feel oh, you know it didn't work, it's okay. It's okay. It's it's a it's reading auras is more of a letting go than it is a, an actual trying. The more softer you are. And the more not intent you are, because auras are read out of the corner of the eye. You don't mm-hmm. you don't often see them full on. If you look and look at the corner of your eye, you can sometimes just about see and see that person's aura. Mm-hmm. So, you know, go get some information. Look online. There is some great information. Um, and just take what resonates and leave the rest. Yeah. And have fun with it. Don't overthink it. it. Yeah, it's supposed to be fun. Yeah. We love you. And we hope you have a very interesting and um, discovery-filled week ahead. Yes, absolutely. Love you. If you were triggered by anything said in this podcast, please dial 911 or go to your local emergency room. More deeply understand your unique emotional reaction to today's podcast, I'd love for you to connect with me. You can find me at Vanessa Perry Counselor at gmail.com or at www.vanessaperry.net. And if you wish to take your healing further through energy work or channeling angels or the highest level beings, please reach out to me, Grace, at graceevergreen.com or graceevergreen at outlook.com. And always remember you are loved, you are worthy, and the world needs your light.